0: welcome everyone thanks for joining us it's talk that talk on 91.5 kunv the rebel hd2 and we back and we're back one week and we uh feel like it's been forever
1: oh my gosh it has been forever it's been the longest you know why because it was a week but it was the hour before that yes so it was the second part of the hour and then a week i'm pretty sure that the fans missed you
0: well, I missed them. I missed you for sure. Thank you, T. I missed you as well. Um, I'm Alex White, by the way. Follow me on Twitter at AlexWhite with two E's. And this is Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. Yes, yes. Follow him on Twitter.
1: At Sir underscore Chatterbox. That's C-H-A-T-T-E-R-B-O-X.
0: And you can follow our radio show and our podcast yes. on Twitter as well.
1: And I always want to look because I, for some reason I, th- I feel like you know what? I've, I think I've like repeated it a couple of times on the radio show, assuming that like, wait a minute, no, I, I think I said that wrong. And listening back to the show, I'm like, oh no, I said it right. But on Twitter and Instagram, it's Talk That Talk LV. Once again, it's at Talk That Talk LV, and then on Facebook, it's Talk That Talk Radio Show.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Let's get to it. We have so much to talk about today. So much. We have playoffs going on NBA and NHL. We have. Masters history yesterday. Oh my gosh. And we have a lot to talk about in Vegas. We have a lot going on here. So let's start there and then on the other side of this first break we'll get into the playoffs. Um UNLV baseball? Yes. They won the series. San Jose? Yep. San and Jose State. Ironically, <laughs> right? Vegas Golden Knights playing San Jose, and then I show up to the UNLV game, and I'm like, "Oh, we're <laughs> playing the Spartans." Okay, cool.
1: Absolutely, it always works like you that. You know what's huh? interesting, though? What I'm finding out about these, uh <laughs> about this this Rebel baseball team. um I think I had like a like a I don't want to. It's a mid season. Maybe you could say mid season. Like a mid season uh, recap so far of what's happened. What's happened with the uh, team? And I think my headline was something along the lines of. This baseball team quickly turning into the rallying rebels. And I think that's kind of the theme that I'm running with. I, I wish I really, let me see if I can actually look it up really quick because, I, or actually, I think I have the baseball schedule up even better. So the amount of one run games yes. that this team has been in, the team is 22 and 16. I want to go over one run games one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14,
0: 15, 16. Okay, that's that's even more than I thought. I thought it was about 10. Yeah, 16. 16 of their games. Yes. They won by one And I believe
1: that we have four walk-off wins this year. And I'm... I'm pretty sure that Dilly has three of them. Dylan Johnson.
0: Does he? I think he has three of them. Third baseman. Yes. Dylan Johnson. Yes.
1: Senior. Shout out to
0: Dilly. Um, they've been fun. I've enjoyed. Fun team to watch. I've enjoyed this season a lot, and I hope that they can uh keep it going. They're nine and nine in the conference though. And same thing for UNLV softball. They are absolutely killing it this year. They're 27 and eleven, But when it comes to conference, they're now eight and six. They had a rough weekend, but
1: It's that that familiar, uh, I don't know what's going on with me today, but I think it's that familiarity. You know what? I need water. That's what it is. There you
0: go. Yeah, you're right. And you've said that numerous times when it comes to basketball, baseball, anything, your conference, you see them, your rival games, you never know what can happen. Exactly. Uh,
1: Especially baseball, a three-game set majority of the time, you're always going to look at them and say, something's going to change. And more than likely, something's going to change multiple times in these three days. So be ready for anything.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm yes. Alex White here with Chatterbox. Yes, yes. We're talking about UNLV sports that are going on right now. I missed you yesterday. I I missed one aviators game, mm. and that was yesterday, and I mm-hmm. wanted to show up to the UNLV baseball because right. I felt support. like I was neglecting them. Yes. Want to support? So I expected to see you there. You weren't.
1: Yes. Production day. Okay. Production day.
0: Some yep. Sundays you go, though, right?
1: Um, if I tried to, okay. I tried to, it, I actually was going to go yesterday, but, um, I was actually realizing, um, cause I was doing a couple of stories for, for, for the online version. And when I got the stories done, I kind of looked up at like my week of like Monday through Thursday, my, my school week. And I was like, I've neglected three classes. So it was one of those things where I was like, I have to do a season recap anyway. So it's like, I mean, I'm excuse me, not a season recap a series recap. Right. So it's like. I went to Friday's game. Uh, Saturday's game I didn't go to. I'll I'll explain why. Okay. Because our game was supposed to be earlier. Okay. But um, Sunday's game, I was like, I miss a lot of Sunday's games anyway because of production day. So it was one of those where I was like, are you going to, you know what I mean, do obviously what you want to do in terms of go to the game or are you going to probably do what you should do and make sure that you pass these classes? So, so I, I I'm I'm so happy because I knocked out my commentary article for journalism 485 and I was I was worried about that. Good. So you I made the right choice. Like, well, yeah, I think so. And you so. were productive. I productive
0: think Sunday. So. Okay. So what do you think about the 335 Club? Sorry, off topic, but What's up? you went out there. You took some pictures. You met everyone out there. It was a good time, right?
1: Uh yeah yeah it's a it's a um I mean like I said it's the only spot in the outfield where you have that vantage point right so i mean i'm not even gonna lie the 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 picture opportunities were 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 crazy up there um i actually found a fellow uh a fellow cerritos alumni uh mr zuniga so shout out oh definitely definitely shout out as soon as i got up there he was like because i was wearing my cerritos long sleeve and he was like what we got a dirty bird up here. And when he said it, I was taking pictures, but like I, I kind of perked my head up and looked around, like, where is who is this? And he started pointing at me and he started talking to somebody else. And sure enough, like three minutes later, I'm taking more pictures. Uh he was like he was like, hey, he was like, so what's um what's you guys' mascot? The first guy um was like, what's you guys' mascot? I'm sorry I'm forgetting names. And um I was like the Falcons. And Mr. Zuniga hit him and was like, wait, 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 wait. But if you go there, what do you call it? And I was like, oh, it's the Dirty Birds. It's two C's. It's Cerritos College. That- and I was like, and it was just funny because, like, I, I, I don't know. I, it's just so funny because normally I wear that, that long sleeve and I just, I don't get comments often. Right. So, I mean, I'm obviously going to continue to rep the school that got me here. But... It, it was it was dope to that's, see somebody from over there, too.
0: That's funny. He's a great guy. Zuniga, his son played at UNLV. Um, Brady, <laughs> Zuniga, he played with my brother, actually. Oh, wow.
1: Shout out. Yeah. See, it's out. always a family affair.
0: So, I went out there. I do a little shout out for the 335 in between the fourth inning, middle of the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. Um, every game. And I went out there, and it was so much fun. And I saw Bryson Stott hit a home run. Oh, wow. Yes, and I saw the, the older men run out and, like, Literally you race. Have to. So then the next one, <laughs> Max Smith um, hit one, and I decided to try and race them for it. So it was fun. Did you get I had to it? a good time. Um, One of them had quite a lead on me, but they, they didn't like,
2: let you get to it?
0: Well, okay. So then they have a tradition where they all sign it mm-hmm. and then they throw it to the player at the end of the game as they're walking by. So I thought that was pretty cool. I got to sign both of those. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And then some of them are like, you know, we're very superstitious. So if anything goes wrong, you better get back out here. <laughs>
1: it it happens quickly yes it happens quickly we were me and alex were actually um other alex shout out to alex jern again from rebel riot um he was actually just in the studio before we actually started but um
0: yeah he didn't want to hang out with us or something he was out of here quick
1: nah you know i think he actually has something to do you know what's so funny he i can't even tell what he's working on but like you said before you're always working like in Mm -hmm. your little corner medina's working in hers like alex is working in his i'm this is we're all working, but it's it's yeah. gonna it's gonna make a lot of sense soon. Yeah. But uh, me and Alex was actually walking over there one day, and I forgot which game it was. And the opposing team smacked the homer, and as soon as it, right off the bat, I was like, "That's gone." And we were walking, and I was like, "Should we keep walking?" Like, right? I, yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Right. But we ended up going over there, and it was a it was a quicker inning afterwards. But I was like. Phew. As, soon as we started to head over there, yeah, I was like, mm, I probably should not move.
0: That's so <laughs> funny. I would say baseball and hockey fans and players are the most superstitious, right?
1: Yeah, and honestly, I don't even think anything comes close to baseball. Not even gonna lie, like, from when you see people like stacking, uh, <laughs> again, they're gonna say, oh, oh, I don't, again, they're gonna say a superstition from stacking sunflower seeds right. on people's hats right. like, to where they don't know so they kind of tell them like yo don't move it's right. something we got something going here from cups on ears yeah from hats stacked i mean it's it doesn't stop yeah baseball absolutely. does not stop
0: but um <clears throat> hockey so i thought the same thing i was at an aviators game and mm-hmm. i asked some fans i said when i do this intro can i say you know vegas is happy aviators are up golden knights are up right so this was game two on friday And I said, so let's play a Vegas style game, you know, because it was a poker game coming up. And they look at me and they're like, no, no, you cannot say that. They're like, I can't believe you just like on the mic, you know, as my intro. And they're like, no, we're very superstitious. And I was like, "Okay, I didn't realize hockey was just as superstitious as baseball. But so I didn't say it. And it worked out because aviators won Friday night. And so did the Golden Knights in game two, which they needed because they were. In San Jose. Yeah, so that, after that the game won,
1: I was kind of like... And you know what? And I've said this before. I've grown up a Mighty Ducks fan, and I'm going to continue to say Mighty Ducks fan, only because I'm not... I t- I've always told people, especially like when I first started the show at Cerritos, <clears throat> I've always been a playoff hockey watcher. Right. I've always been a playoff hockey watcher. So I've always said if I can meet somebody who gets me into the sport more, I feel like I'll be an avid hockey watcher. Because you already know how I am about sports in general. So... Ironically enough, I'm going to continue to say the Mighty Ducks only because of the cartoon growing up. Right, that's it. Like that's that's the only reason. I've never been to a Ducks game. Does I mean I have a Ducks uh, puck? I mean I have that that was given to me from Cerritos college. So thank you again, AJ. But um, it's just, I've just I've never been to a game, and mm-hmm. I really feel like Vegas is so like. I don't know. Everybody is so behind the Golden Knights. Like the moment i walk into a game, I'm going to be like.
0: Yes. Yes. We have got to get you to a game.
1: I want to go so bad. We have to. We have a list of things. We have the aces. We have the aviators. The aviators are actually going to happen quicker than a lot of people believe. There's going to be a lot of pictures relatively soon right. of an outing at, at an aviators game for sure.
0: Um, Which they started off great. They're now 9-2. and two. Wow. They um yesterday was their first loss at home. Mm. So it's been great. It's been the fans have been great. It's five sellouts in a row. The first five, <sighs> yeah. That's like 10,000, over 10,000 people. And it's funny cuz after like game 4, I'm like, all right, these guys have it figured out. They're thinking, all right, we know how these fans work. We just got to put on a good show and win, you know, get their attention and then they'll uh,
1: get their attention early. They'll keep
0: coming, get their attention early, right?
1: Cuz it's all, I mean, some I, a lot of people like to say, um, of course, going to college in UNO, at UNLV, um, being from a different state, um, people kind of look at me and ask me like, "Well, what do you do? Like, what do you what do you do like on a nightly basis or like on the weekends, whatever, whatever." First of all, I'm different. I stay in the house. Right. You know that. But I mean, other than that, um, it's like I tell people all the time: there's plenty of things to do in the city and then i just really hope that the people who listen to this show and of course um listen to the podcast and uh read my writing i hope that they understand when i'm writing about these different sports UNLV football has a hard time pulling some people in right and at times um UNLV basketball has some problem pulling in teams at times there have been some baseball games this season has been really relatively well relatively good in terms of just attendance but last season there were some baseball games that it was just like I could probably count the attendance right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like there's plenty of other things to do in the city, um, all the way around from shows to uh, to concerts. And I say shows because there's different shows out here, of course. Obviously, there's a lot going on on the strip. Um, and then just in terms of just tourist things to see, there are new things sprouting up in Vegas. I mean by by the by the gap of months, yes. like. Every three months, every four months, every yeah. six months, something's up. And you're like, well, hey, I didn't even know that you guys were working on that. So it's always something to do out here.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And it's very hard to to win over not only the tourists but the, the locals, you know, because they do have so many options. Friday night there was a Golden Knights game going on. Mm-hmm. Aviators in their first opening series. And then UNLV baseball has to compete with both of those. Yes. Not to mention, like you said, Cirque shows. Comedy shows,
1: concerts,
0: concerts, um,
1: like 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 you said, and then people just coming down for tourists, yeah, just for tourist attractions. Like, so I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. some yeah. people just want to walk the strip Vegas and get that uh, get that experience.
1: You know what I did realize my first summer out here? What's up? <laughs> it was a fight night, and oh, you know what? It was Canelo and Triple G, I think. And that rush where everybody, like you knew everybody was driving in, the entire city got. So super hot. And I was like, "Oh, y'all got to go." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, it was not like this 2 days ago. Y'all have to leave." Yeah. It's too much body heat. I feel it. And it I, I didn't think that was real. And I realized that f- f- 3 months out here, 2 to 3 months out here, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is this is real."
0: That's so funny. <laughs> um I can't wait for you to see the Las Vegas Ballpark, the the, oh, the new Aviators um stadium out in Summerlin. Um The chairs, everything is so amazing. Like, it's been cold. The first few days, Mm -hmm. it was windy. It was cold. But that gives me hope that for the summer, they did things right. And, you know, the chairs are, like, almost like a mesh. So they have, like, holes. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you're not going to be sticking to your seat, sweating, no metal burning your butt. So it's beautiful.
1: And that's a problem at almost every ballpark. Right. From minor leagues to – you know what (laughs) – Never mind. I'm not even going to say it because I'm from L.A. I'm not going to say anything about Dodger Stadium, but people that are at Dodger Stadium understand sitting down the third base foul line, those yellow seats.
0: Yeah.
1: Whoo, you wear some shorts or something where you wear a tank and yeah. you lean back the wrong way. you uh, going to feel it. Yeah. It's the equivalent of touching the metal part on your seatbelt yeah. on a hot day. It's the equivalent. And people from L.A. tell me I'm lying. All right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. All right. I'll wait. Somebody um,
1: better text me and let me know if I'm lying.
0: You're not. I know what you're talking about. Was, that thing is hot. It like, was like it's Cashman. Not even. <sighs> Ca- exactly. It was exactly like Cashman See? Field. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have one more important thing to talk about before the- we move to professional sports, and that's something else that happened in Vegas on Saturday, and this is why you missed the UNLV game. Yes, yes. So um, you want to tell everybody what happened Saturday?
1: Yes. Um, The season has been... Okay, so I'm talking about middle school basketball, the 702 Jags. Shout out to the entire camp. Um, But this was, okay, my two cousins, Keisha and Aaron, they wanted to do this thing where they wanted to essentially branch out. And like I said, they have an entire football camp. They have an entire cheer camp. Um, Shout out to the cheer camp. Um, I was just brought up to speed. 14 championships really, among that cheer camp. Wow. I'm sorry, 14 championships. I'm in that cheer camp. Shout out to them for that because that was something that I wasn't even aware of. So you already know I'm, I'm I'm sitting with a cheer coach right now. So that's I'm sure that that's big news for you too. Yeah, 14, um, 14 of 31. them. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, across the board, like every age group is just snatching them like that. Okay, so
0: that's they, awesome.
1: Absolutely. So they wanted to branch out now and do different sports. So this was the first year that they branched out and did basketball, and I've been relatively quiet about it. Um people may have their reasons and believe it, believe what they want, but we we won our first game. Uh we lost our preseason game, we won the first game of the season. Um and I was like win number one in the books and I took a picture. Um but and that then, was it.
0: Yeah, I think that's the last we talked that about. That
1: was it. I haven't talked about it since. During the regular season, the team went played seven regular season games. The team went five and two. Okay. And based on the way that we see things, we should have been seated. Second, okay, behind the number one seed who was six and two. However, we were seeded third, and the number and <laughs> who we believed was the number one seed was the second seed, and the number one seed was five and one. Y'all forfeited two games, those should count as losses. You guys should be five and three.
0: Yeah, so how'd they justify that? Or did anyone you
1: got to talk to my to our, to our camp president, Aaron? Let me know our our middle school um, coaches Woody, Toc, Kentucky. Anybody can let me know, please, because I still to this day don't know. Um, so it, it it is what it is. So ironically enough, we took a group of middle schoolers who who their first sport is football and took them to the final four.
0: That's awesome.
1: So I'm very very that proud of that awesome. team. And um, one of the things that I, I is new for me being in that in that role um dealing with heartbroken middle school kids after a loss like that was different for me because me being a player in the past I let them get that out you gotta that you gotta get that initial feeling out yeah you worked for that so you gotta get that initial feeling out and they felt like especially with the seating, they felt like with some of the calls during the game they just felt like some of the just some things just didn't make sense right and I Again, in that moment, we don't have film. So in that moment, I'm kind of like me and the coaches got to talk. We got to figure it out. But I told them at the end of the day, regardless of whether you guys have a point with this one, you guys could be right. You guys could absolutely be right. They could have it out for you guys. I don't know. You guys are going to bring up seeding. And that's something that I can't necessarily argue and say that they didn't try to screw you guys. I don't know. So but I, I told them, but I want you guys to realize that losses are a part of life. And every time you lose, you can't look for that, oh, well, where'd they screw me? Sometimes you didn't get screwed. Sometimes you lose. Right. So I told them, we walked in just as confident, and we expected to get a win. And if we would have got that win, we would have we walked out just as confident. I want you guys to walk out as humbly as you can, as confident as you can with, that, with the L. Whether you guys feel like you have a case or not, you guys can't look for that every single time. And I told them, this is the time to learn it. Like I told them and one of I had definitely had one um, kid who took it really, really hard and I had to let him know. And he it was it wasn't like he was like self-centered by any means, but he was like he was just going off and he was just saying how he felt and how he felt and how he felt and how he felt. And I was like, but you got to understand, we feel this way. And I kind of looked around and was like, look, that person got tears. Look, that person has tears. Look, that person has tears. That person ain't looking at nobody like we all feel it. Yeah. So that's what I kind of told them like but at the same time this this getting upset and walking away from each other it's not that they were mad at each other but these are the times where when you guys are together you bring that in tighter.
0: And that's so important and it's really nice to hear like you teaching that at such a young age because you're right people do bring that mentality with them like
1: Yeah, high school is next for them. You can't you can't react like that to a loss. You right. can't do it. You made it this for you guys are football but I told them you guys are football players. They didn't expect for you guys to be in a final four. Like, And not only that, because th- at the end of the day, we did lose by 14. It was 50 to 36. But I think the last f- – we took a timeout, or they took a timeout with 445. It's funny how being a coach, you remember, like, a lot of things. Yeah. They took a timeout with um, They took a timeout with um, 445. They were up 38 to 35. We scored one point the rest of the way. That's what I can't get over. Right. Over that last four-minute stretch. And what was that? Was that 12-1 run? And it wasn't that, like, their defense clamped us down either. We got away from the game plan. Yeah. We got away from from the fluidity of the ball movement. And, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, it's middle school. You learn from that. So the one thing I wanted to just get – out of the way and kind of get them focused on early is you don't you don't always get that cop out so whether or not you guys have one right now i don't really want to hear it right now absolutely i need you guys to just like i told them dealing with the emotions emotions that are lost that's completely different yeah dealing thinking about the hard work that you put in that's that's something different but feeling like you crying because you got cheated right that's not what we're crying about
0: right that's um with my sister and I, shout out to Savannah Sibley, head coach of the UNLV cheerleaders, um, and Carly, our other sister. I
1: lose my mind every time I see her. Why? I, I have no idea.
0: Nervous? Like she no. scares you? Oh. No,
1: just every time I see her, I just it's pure excitement. Oh, pure I don't know excitement. What it is. Her and Donna. Just oh, your mom. You your mom, and you know what's so funny? It seems like it happens that way. Like obviously, I met you, love you. Obviously, we started so much groundwork. Your mom is a different story. Right. Every time I see your mom, I look at you and be like, move.
0: I know, and I'm not even mad. I understand. <laughs> move out of my way. You're not alone. Donna is the fan favorite.
1: I'm like, I absolutely love this woman. Please get out of my way.
0: Yes. Um. So Savannah and I and Carly, we've always coached that way with the UNLV cheerleaders in the sense that, you know, we've told them we're not a big name school or university when it comes to going to college nationals, Alabama, Indiana, you know, these schools, they have titles already and they, you know, they have their name. So you can't give them a reason to take it away from you. Like you got to put everything out there and do everything perfect, you know, to where they have no choice but to make you the champion. And that kind of reminded me of yours because it's, I mean, you know, we could say all the time, oh, we got cheated because... It's Alabama, exactly. it's Oklahoma, but I mean, you got to work, work to get to that point to where you're that name and you're that team. So,
1: absolutely, and that that brings us to a perfect tip in, in terms of what my mom said. Uh, my mom actually sent me a, a list of them, and the first one that I clicked on just seems perfect for today. But it said, "Leaders never use the word failure. They look upon setbacks as learning experiences."
0: Nice, perfect. So, that, which that leads perfect. right into something else that happened yesterday.
1: Yes, and we yeah we got about thirty seconds before we technically have to take a break.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna give you your alternative stats. I'll let you think about it Ooh, during okay. this break, right. and then when we get back, we're gonna talk about Tiger Woods and yes. some professional teams and the playoffs. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, only Jack Nichols has won six Masters. Five golfers have won all. F- Sorry, not. S- yes six masters okay five golfers have won all four majors but none of them in the same year and lastly phil mickelson was the youngest player to win the masters at age 21 i'll repeat those when we get back but we're going to take a break don't go anywhere you're listening to talk that talk on 91.5 kunv the rebel hd2
2: service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. Every Army National Guard member serves not only to protect the nation, but also their local communities, so they each have a stake in the security and well-being of the neighborhoods where they live and work. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. Since the early days of our republic, the Army National Guard has continued its timeless commitment to guarantee peace and security for all Americans. A proud legacy which has endured for nearly four centuries. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. Selfless service, it's what inspires the men and women of the Army National Guard to be part of something greater than themselves. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Nevada Army National Guard. Aired by the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: Everyone is talking about health care these days. America spends twice that of other developed countries on our healthcare care system, yet our health ranks near the bottom. How can we stop spending so much and getting so little? By shifting to a system that gives more patients access to strong primary care. Primary care can help make America healthy again. To learn more about the benefits of primary care, visit www.healthisprimary.org. This message is brought to you by America's Family Physicians. Adopt
2: US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
3: You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A. Get spiritual.
2: Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within.
3: Oh. B, find the positives.
2: Less time blow-drying, more time texting.
3: Or C, show empathy.
2: Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same.
3: For more information on adoption,
1: visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
2: Hi, this is Jeff Schumacher, Senior Director of Content for the Mob Museum. Tune in every Monday to hear the Mob Minute, your weekly dose of organized crime history, only on 91.5 KUNV. That's the Mob Minute, Mondays at 1025 a.m. during the morning lounge.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox. Yes, Follow yes. me on Twitter at Alex White with two E's. Follow him on Twitter at Sir, Sir underscore, underscore Chatterbox.
1: Hey, finally. C H A T T E R B O X.
0: Okay, so if you're just tuning in, we caught up on our UNLV sports. We're talking a little bit VGK, and now we're going to talk about the Masters and the one and only Tiger Woods. But first, we have to do our alternative stats. So I gave T here three stats, and it's his job to figure out which one is false.
1: All right. So you want to read through them again?
0: Let's read through them again. Okay. Only Jack Nick Nicholas Nicholas has won six masters five golfers have won all four majors being British Open US Open Masters and PGA Championship. But none have won it in the same or won both in the same year. Uh, lastly, uh, Phil Mickelson was the youngest player to win the Masters at 21 years old.
1: Um, the first one is true.
0: The first one is true. And now Tiger the second is one behind sounds, him with five.
1: Yeah, that's all I about to say because I was very close. But I know Jack is the king. I, again, I'll I'll get. In, I, I love Arnold Palmer, so I'm always gonna defer. But, and he um, is
0: he's at four or he had four four. So Tiger was tied with him until yesterday. Um, okay. can you read
1: the second one one more time?
0: Five golfers have won all four majors being the british open u.s open masters and pga championship though none have done it in the same year
1: and the last one is phil mickelson is the youngest to win a masters at 21 the last one is false yes the last one is false
0: the last one is false you are correct. okay hey, we got a winner
1: <laughs> we need it we need a sound effect in here yes we do you know we have all of our sound effects for the podcast it's like we don't even try with the radio show
0: i know we need to we need work to on this that. out I'll figure it out. So who was the youngest to win a Masters at 21 years old?
1: Can I jump and say Tiger? It was Tiger All right. Woods. right. Let's jump and say Tiger. And
0: um, I, I've i been pretty okay. um, brutal, I feel like, on these alternative stats with you. I switch up names or, like, oh, teams, man. you know, like the.
1: Medina caught one of them. Yeah, she did. I forgot which one it was, and it was, was it a hockey one? It, it was, was some, a hockey one. It, it was a sport the first that she said six. that she didn't know much about, and she was like, wait, no. Yeah. That one sounds right, and I was like. Okay, like now you got me rethinking everything. Yes. So yeah, you're 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 pretty good with that.
0: But that's so, why I had you
1: read the second one again. I was like five and four. Right. Wait, hold on, read that again. Five and four, but none have ever. Wait, one, two. It was too much for me. That's but, why I was like, read that second one.
0: But you knew because remember Phil went through that long with period no PGA. Yes.
1: That's why I was like, yeah. I know Phil doesn't have the PGA champ. That's what he needs. So that's why well, I was kind of sitting. No, there
0: like, with no with winning no majors at all. He he couldn't win a major out of those four. It took a long time, but maybe now he has three. I think now he
1: has three of the four because he's still missing the PGA, I think.
0: I think so, too, because he's not in that list.
1: See, and even, yeah, see, that golf is something interesting because I have a homie, um, shout out to Jordan. Uh, I have a homie who, (laughs) ironically enough, like I tell people all the time, like we live in a day and age where people see us and – they assume that they know what sports we're into. What, um, we love you, mom. I just, I just read a text from Donna. We absolutely love you. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks for tuning in every week. We appreciate it. Always. All, our parents well, are always on yes. it. Yes.
1: Our, our, all of our parents are always, or does that make sense? Yeah. Both of our parents, but all of them. Yes. There we go. Um, are always on it, like texting us throughout the show. But it's funny because me and Jordan, we laugh about like, how people see us and they just assume like that they just know everything jordan um he's a chef number one and jordan loves golf and most people just wouldn't assume that by looking at him i went over jordan's house one day this is years ago went over jordan's house and it was a saturday and i was like bro what you doing and he was like man i almost cursed because i was (laughs) i thought it was a podcast he was like man actually bro i'm about to sit in this kitchen Cook all day. And I'm about to watch the Masters. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he was, this was had to be 2016, 15, 16, one of those. And I was like, bro, what are you doing? And he was like, no, nah, I'm serious. Like, I'm about to, you want a burrito? I mean, yeah, kind of. But yeah. I got to sit here and watch golf. And it was just one of those things where I used to play in middle school, but I only played for two years. So it was one of those things where I never fully, and not only that, that's why coaching is so important. One of those coaches, I, I had two coaches. One of one of my coaches absolutely loved him, absolutely adored him. The second coach, I was just like, I don't know what you're trying, bro, but it's just not working. It's working to the opposite effect. And um, so when I got out of golf, I was like, I'm out of it. Like right. I'm completely out of it. I obviously followed Tiger Woods' story just because um I already knew enough about Arnold Palmer because I wanted to get into golf. And so it was one of those things where I was just like, I'm done with it. Yeah. So kind of sitting and having some having a homie who' I wouldn't have thought again I fell into that boat as well. I wouldn't have thought he was into golf. Yeah. So having him tell me about the small like details of golf, it got me right back into it. Really? Absolutely. That day I was we were just kind of locked in and just watching. Like yeah. when his mom walked in, she was like, Oh, hey, da da da. And that's when it kinda hit me. And I was like, She didn't even freak out. So this is normal. Yeah. She knows her kid. This is this is regular for him to just cook. And he was like, Yeah, food's in the kitchen, da da. And I'm like, Whoa. So yeah that was and somebody and people always say it but one of the best um two things i want to mention one of the best like sound bites that i keep hearing from people is um it's always better with tiger in contention on a sunday right and almost a year apart from each other i was in the newsroom when tiger won the pga championship and we were like oh is he back like is he is he back should we should we write that story da 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 and literally being in the newsroom yesterday, and I was like, yo, Tyler, like, he he got a shot. He got a shot. And I was typing stories, and I think 20 minutes later, I got it. Yeah. And I was like, and I kind of sat there, and I was like, my heart kind of started to flutter. And I was like, because Tiger has a woman since I was in middle school. So I was like, yeah, that's Tyler, right. he did it. And he was like, that's no way. And he looked and was like, he did and it was just one of those moments where, like, the sports guys in the room kind of looked at each other, like, "Yeah, b- like that's history." Yeah, and we we all wrote them off. Period. We all wrote them off.
0: Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talk That Talk on ninety one point five KUNB, the Rebel HD two. We're talking about the Masters twenty nineteen that just ended yesterday. Tiger Woods is the winner. He's got his green jacket,
1: <laughs> and it fits.
0: And it fits. That's his line. Um, so. Yeah, on that same note, mm-hmm. my mom, she'll come over and help me with my take care of my dog sometimes mm-hmm. when I have work and whatnot. So getting ready for UNLV game. I have it on and she comes in and she's like, oh my gosh, the Masters are on. I want to watch it. It was awesome. She was like r- really into it too. She's really happy for Tiger. Um, I'm not going to lie. I I was rooting for him, but I, I did write him off even like Saturday. I'm like, there's like 15 amazing golfers that are- um in one shot of each other like
3: mm-hmm.
0: people were already celebrating like i guess i missed a lot of tiger's great you know greatness mm-hmm. so some old fans or true fans were celebrating already because i guess they just knew his how clutch he was and him on sunday i didn't i'm like Not you got dj that- you got brooks mm-hmm. you got all these other golfers that are right there that could very well take. you're it. Right. right
2: i mean
1: you're absolutely right i don't think anybody in that moment really would have argued with you um i'm gonna be honest i think when i say wrote him off i say that from a from a standpoint of wanting to see him succeed seeing him succeed at such a young age and seeing how like my dad was into it and things of that nature so um seeing him win at such a young age it's not that we want remember how we had the conversation about asking your ghost to walk away right it was one of those things where i think in. To his credit, he knew his body because we were asking Tiger to walk away before the age of 35. And I'm pretty sure Tiger was like, You guys are nuts. Yeah. But there was a time where Tiger couldn't swing. Right. He literally couldn't finish a swing. We don't want to see you like that.
0: It's amazing.
1: Absolutely. Thinking so, about
0: the last few years, you're right. It's amazing. But ha-
1: I can't get over one in particular. He um, and I don't, re- and I don't think it was that long ago. To be honest, it might have been like three years ago, maybe. And yeah, he he might have been in a sand trap or something. And when he when he kind of went up for the swing, as soon as he followed through on the swing, he let the club go on the way up, and he just grabbed his bat. And it was one of those things where I was like, I was at the house cursing because I was like, put it up, yeah, put the club up. Just relax. Yeah. Like, you're going to make us kind of look at you like, well, I mean, the latter half of his career is on a downslide. So to his credit, he he looked at us. Again, like I said, from a fan's perspective, you want to see him win, of course. But at the same time, you want to try to preserve, maybe it's selfish again, maybe it's selfish, but you try to preserve whatever memories you do have about that legend.
0: Yes. And, I mean, like you said, he knew his body. And he doesn't relax. Throw. at all he trains with like navy seals and just does he's not playing crazy things right so
1: back in hip surgeries like anybody who knows me i was supposed to have a knee surgery in 10th grade so what is that 2010 what is that, almost 10 years later i still have like knee issues and you'll you'll randomly see me like if i'm playing a sport if i'm, if I'm playing basketball whatever i have random moments where like if i played all day in the following day i could be walking my knee will buckle. Yeah. It will randomly buckle and it's the weirdest thing in the world cuz people kind of look at me and laugh and I'm like, "Nah, you have no idea." Yeah. <laughs> like I really should have surgery on this knee. But because I don't plan on stopping sports even just the way that I play just randomly, um I believe one knee surgery turns into two, two knee surgeries turn into three, three turn into four, four turn into two, a knee replacement. If you do it to one knee, eventually you got to do it to the other. You going to overcompensate. I don't want to I'm not going to open that door. I'm going to hold out Um, as long as I possibly can. Um, So to see Tiger have two back surgeries, a hip surgery, and that's connected. So, again, did I think he was going to win another one? Probably not. But did I want him to win another one? Absolutely. Shock everybody. But I was like, are you going to shock everybody? Doesn't look like it.
0: I'm curious. Did your dad think he would win another one?
3: Uh, I don't
0: think so. If that's an interesting question. And I would
1: say he's listening, but his tip in is about Tiger. So ironically uh, enough, let me um
0: That's perfect. Um Let me
1: explain it to him. Or let me explain it to us. Maybe it'll maybe it'll answer it. It says okay. Um his tip in is salute to Tiger Woods on his fifth green jacket, fourteen years in between his last one. Um and this one is the longest gap in between victories. Uh with the pro with his prolonged slump, it didn't seem like he would ever get another one. Um, And now he has a shot at catching the Golden Bear for major championship wins at 18. He said because this one is now Tigers 15, he said never say never. That's crazy. Could this spark something where he goes on a run and he like, I don't know. But see, I don't think Tiger's also the person that would get to 19 and stop. Yeah, no way. I don't think Tiger would get to 20 and stop. Like, I think he would try to continue to ride it out.
0: Okay, wait, I'm sorry. What's the record? 18. Okay, so you're saying even after he beats the record?
1: I don't, I don't know. Like, like that might Like be. 19, I see him, maybe, maybe, maybe it's numbers. So I'll put it this way. Some people, 18 is enough to just tie it. Some people would be like, I have to beat it. They would get to 19. Some people would look at 19 and be like, that's a weird number. I'm going to go to 20. Tiger looks like he would probably get to 20 and be like, uh, how far can I push this
0: I'm I'm not going to disagree with you I think <laughs> you're onto something and I could see him being like I need a big enough gap before somebody can try and catch me granted
1: and even in five majors is we've seen him 14 years in between in between these last two, in between right. these last, um, two um, victories but one thing that I did really really like the image of the and this is why I love journalism because you can do it in so many different ways you can do it about so many different things um, I got this really, really big project that I want to work on. I'm extremely excited that it's for class, but it's going to be something that I feel like is just going to help me since I wasn't out there. But I'm doing a project called Hustle and Motivate. And what I want to do, I want to take three different people. I want to take, um, I'm not going to give all of my ideas. I would actually not that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to take three different people and I want to just talk to them. And it's basically a theme around what NIT meant what Nipsey Hustle meant to this generation, because this this was big. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that. And um yeah, I think there's a way to kinda encapsulate that right. visually. And I, I think I think I'll be able to do that. Um So
0: is that like your final project for this yeah, class? Yeah, for okay. this
1: class. Like it's something that I actually had a different idea, but once it happened, I was like boom. Yeah. New idea. But um I say that because a video package that Sports Center kinda did really, really briefly, it had to be no more than, like, between 7 and 10 seconds. It was um Tiger celebrating th- maybe 14, maybe, f- like, 14 to 15 seconds because it was Tiger celebrating this Masters win, like, in the moment, and then it was Tiger celebrating the Masters win when he first won it, and then it was Tiger hugging his dad at the first uh, Masters, and then it was his son running up to him right. for this Masters. And I was like, I don't care if you don't like sports. I don't care if you don't like golf. I don't care if you don't like Tiger. I don't care if you don't like TV. yeah. You can't see that, and that don't do something to you.
0: Absolutely not.
1: So, yeah, that was that was amazing to see.
0: Okay, so I'll have to look out for your project, and we'll be talking more about that. Yes. So me and my um, my sister's boyfriend, shout out to Trevor. Shout um, out Trevor. We did something fun last year, and this is what I want me and Medina to do. So we each picked five golfers. We took turns. It was um, – it had to be before last year's okay. Masters, but it was just for majors, right? So okay. U.S. Open, British Open, PGA, and then the, we just had the Masters. But right. we picked five each. We took turns picking one. Okay. He picked Tiger first, which was okay. funny because he did, he actually lost because I picked um, Justin Thomas, and he won one first. Okay. So it's like whoever wins the next majors.
1: All right, so what's wins. the PGA is the next one, right? PGA is, PGA is the, the next one. Next
0: one. OK, so, we so we'll work five. on it. We'll get to you. We can think about it a little bit. And we'll take turns. But that's the hard thing. So if I pick Tiger, I you can't pick my, Tiger. I
1: know. that's what I'm saying. I got three names in mind. And I'm just thinking like it's three people. So what if you guys pick first and I'm only left with one of them? Right. I'm just sitting there like, oh, I'm so Then who are
0: my next four? There's so many good golfers now, though. It is. It's insane. It can go so many different ways. I mean,
1: OK, all right, but all right.
0: Okay, you're in. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna tell you too many good ones though, because <laughs> I think I actually might watch a little more golf than you, so I gotta keep I'm,
1: these. I do not deny that.
0: I actually, I, I really enjoy that. watching golf, which I think I to your point where you don't pin things with people. You know, I think a lot of people are surprised when I'm like, Yeah, when I'm, you say
1: that you watch golf. Yeah, I know you just seen my eyes like super light up. Yeah, you know I'm about to call top golf about doing a show there.
0: Oh, okay, let's do it. That's perfect. Then we can have the visual too, like we did for our baseball, Alex, picking our top golfers. Alex, yes.
1: Why do we come up with the best ideas on here?
0: I don't know. I, think I hope
1: nobody takes it. Okay, let's go. Move on. Move on, move on. Uh,
0: hey, um, just to remind you, so- you're listening to Talk That <laughs> Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Um, what do you think about the playoffs? So, well, I'm, I didn't start that very well. I don't think you're that happy with the NBA playoffs, <laughs> but we got to get into them and we got to talk about the you're
1: annoying (laughs) why did you have to do that
0: i'm sorry um (laughs) sort of but i
1: wasn't even gonna all right go ahead whatever you know what let me get it out just let me do it now so
0: (laughs) i had it was eventually coming you knew this you knew
1: yo i don't know what happened
0: what happened
1: I'm you and people know because I'm such an honest fan I'll be so honest and explain what went wrong
0: yes I please. don't
1: know I don't know and that's what's scary because I don't think they know i don't think anybody in the locker room knows it's one of those things where you know what watching the game i told you going into the playoffs we're gonna take out one of the top four c's one of one of somebody's favorites we're gonna knock them out
0: this that is was not my, the team you did not This is the team you didn't want to face though, isn't Brooklyn it? Brooklyn
1: was the team I Brooklyn didn't want. Brooklyn was. Okay. Which they're up 1-0 on Philly right now, which is why I didn't want Brooklyn. Right. But Boston has had so many like chemistry issues. Boston has had so many media issues. Yes. Boston has a inj- a big injury to Marcus Smart. Yes. We should we have a big injury to Victor Oladipo, we understand, but we've been playing for without him longer. So we should be Better in terms of making up for that, compensating for that. So, so really quickly, if
0: if you're confused, um Terrell here is a big Pacers fan, and they are now in <laughs> in an O one deficit in round one. How I said it was, I, I didn't leave that very well either. Yeah, yeah, so well, they're I mean, they're playing the Boston Celtics. I think Celtics. you're just butchering this whole segment. I am. Personally. I am one hundred percent. That's Celtics are up. <laughs> by one game that's it so we're, it's okay that. and he's saying he didn't understand what happened to the game yesterday i'm i'm leading everyone in you know we've got i thought
1: i was doing a pretty decent job okay that. we lost going. apparently keep it
0: going apparently
1: um, no nah, but seriously like we had a 10 point lead like a 10 12 point lead in the first half and not only that they had what 36 points 34 something like that so it's like the defense was there
0: Yeah. Then I don't know. I
1: it's just deflated. Like I just I literally do not know.
0: But you have been saying when the Celtics are hot, when they do click the right way, there's are
1: when they and again, people are going to look at the rosters. But I mean, people are going to look at the records. But when they are playing at their best and they're healthy, right. they are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Right. I don't care where the record put them.
0: And you're not alone. I was just
1: hoping that I caught them with four bad games out of seven. That's all I was hoping for. And I think that they, the game one for them was a bad game. And we let it get by us. And as a Pacer fan, I'm tired of watching this for years. I'm tired of watching it. Cleveland gave us every reason to beat them last year. Cleveland gave us, almost cursed again, every reason to beat us last year. Every possible reason. When he was in Miami, out of those four times that they went to the finals, Two of those we had legit shots. That first one, or that last one, where um Roy Hibbert, and I, I feel like I'm a coach again, but when Roy Hibbert, when they pulled him out for that, I think it was like 1.4 seconds, it was something weird, but Brian got a layup. Right. Brian got a layup. Why is the 7-2 center not in the game? Right. What, he has five fouls? It's a second, dog. What are you doing? Frank Vogel, what are you doing?
0: But it's not over. It's, a,
1: it's just life as a pacer. Like, I, I'm so deflated right now. Like, I, after the game, I'm going to be honest. I walked up to the sports editor, and he was like, uh, he said something about the Pacers. And I was like, yeah, bro, we lost. And he was like, what happened? And I looked at him and was like, I felt like a kid. I looked at him and just shook my head and kind of bit my lip like, oh, no, bro. Oh, no, man. I was like, this is this every year. We do it every year.
0: They're not going to do it. They, I mean, they we, nah, we I mean, honestly when, i still, I still do
1: yeah i still i still got confidence i mean okay. like i said we we scared them on their home floor for game one so that helps that helps us of course game two i would like for us to i think they're gonna come out a little different in game two and i think game two they might they might give it to us but like i said i've seen so many teams go back and you know what i mean take the, re, re get revitalized at home indiana is a, a special home court they it's impossible to deny that indiana is a a special type of home court um so i mean yeah going back to indiana i think we can take both of those games
0: but the game two is in boston right wednesday yeah i think i think
1: boston got that one i'm not even gonna lie after the way that we scared them in the first one i don't think they'll get scared again in the second one i think they probably put it on us okay but i think we take the next two and then our best shot best shot we got to take game five in boston we have to if we lose that one, I could they could they could beat us in six games and get us out of there on our home floor. So you and, know, positive thinking. I'm kind of looking towards game five. That's okay. the turning point if okay. we can get it.
0: Um, any other surprises yesterday?
1: Yesterday, yes. Um, I was a
0: little surprised with OKC. I'm. I think you've been um on the Trailblazers though.
1: Yeah, but at the same time too. Uh, maybe I'm surprised about that game, but in a the, maybe the opposite only because not that I expect Portland to get swept again, but I, I've all, I've always said Dame Lillard is one of my favorites, uh, just the way he carries himself. CJ McCollum is one of my favorites. Uh, his podcast is actually pretty dope. Um, and I just felt like I didn't know if they were ever going to win with them. And it's like both of them are great players. I don't think they hate each other. I don't think anything. It's just like I just wonder if they've done enough of surrounding you guys with enough. Right. To to make it happen. And um Farouk Aminu is a great wing player for different reasons. They have reasons. They have reasons to um to kind of get they have ways to get stuff done. But uh for whatever reason, it it always falls a little short. But um I was surprised with I guess I shouldn't even say surprised. But in a way, I was a little I was pleasantly surprised with that first three that Dame Lillard hit <laughs> to make the game 3 nothing, literally just start it. That something had to click before the game for him, but especially in that moment, he was like, "Oh yeah." Oh yeah. That's scary because Dame Lillard is one of those players where he can go on those hot stretches. If he did that in game 1? Right. They could get OKC out of here in five games. And that looks crazy.
0: See, I didn't really get to watch. I was at the UNLV game, but we had it on. Every, I mean, was the Thunder ever up? Because every time I went into the press box, I checked the score again and I'm like, really? They're still losing? Like, I don't know if they ever had the lead. I don't know. Which is kind of. Paul George had a rough shooter
1: night. And that shoulder is. You know what, and I gotta go back and do my research because again, I've said plenty of times, Paul George is my favorite player in the league right now. But being a Pacer fan, maybe somebody could tell me if I'm lying. I recall some games where I'm looking at Paul George like, dog, two for thirteen, nine points ain't gonna get it done in a game six against a a big three Miami. Granted, you're the best player that we have, so they're giving they're attaching everything to you, we understand, but i don't know like if you wanted to be that granted he was younger i'm not saying it it i'm not giving him Well, i'm not trying to um give him excuses but at the end of the day it is what it is he was young all of these different things but he kept making it known that he wanted to be that all nba player it seems like he didn't hit that all nba caliber level until he got to okc one could argue because he has all nba talent next to him but um I recall seeing playoff games where Paul George wasn't there for us. It just, I don't know how many other ways to say it. So, and looking at that, one of the things that they said during the telecast yesterday, they were like, Paul George is like an outstanding playoff performer. Yeah, he's dropped 43 before against LeBron and like dueled it out in mutual overtime. Yes, all of that. And then there are also games where he has seven points, like shooting two of 13. So, to see him shoot the way that he did yesterday, this is what I said all of that to say. That's not that Paul George from Indiana. That's a Paul George that's thinking about that shoulder. Something's not right. I've never like I said he's I said he's the smoothest player on this planet. Yes. Before Paul George, I would probably say one of the smoothest players on this planet, if not the smoothest player, was Melo. Melo when he's in his comfort zone, Melo is you're not gonna get in front of him. You're not gonna elevate with him. He's gonna find the bottom of the bucket. I watch Paul George taking three pointers in the third quarter, wide open, and missing them. And he just hangs his shoulders. That's a that's a visual representation that he's in his head. He's yes. thinking about it. It hurts, even if it doesn't hurt. His mind is making it think that it hurts. So I, I mean, I don't know, but it, it, if he's like that, they can get out of here in five. And me and Daryl had a very very interesting conversation. I want to talk to Duna about it. If you lose again yeah, in the first to. round, do you ship Russ?
0: But how can you ship Russ when he is?
1: I personally wouldn't.
0: He still had a great game,
1: but that's yesterday. the way the NBA works. Yes, we've had you for how long?
0: I want those two to succeed together.
1: I would like that. I would love to see that. I
0: um, I mean, the fact that they both stayed, right? He something. Yeah. So you don't want to see them losing five that's for sure um okay the bucks looking pretty hot hopefully they can keep it they're now one up on the pistons and then we have
1: that's gonna be a sweet
0: then we yeah i i think that's a
1: it's a general accurate
0: yeah um the rockets are up one zero over the utah jazz
1: that's still gonna be a good series because i loved one thing about that at the end of it at the end of the game. (laughs) <laughs> when the clock was rain- was winding down, I guess Donovan Mitchell was just gonna see if they were gonna shoot again, and he was just watching, and they didn't shoot. But even still, he was like, "Okay," and he kind of shook his head, yeah. And then the moment that the buzzer went off, he looked at all his teammates, high fives. We good. We good. We good. We good. Donovan Mitchell is going to have one, if not two, games where he is untouchable, where somebody just can't stay in front. Of him. I think it's gonna be Game Three. And I think it's going to be one game in Houston where they can't score with him or they can't stop him from scoring, but James Harden has to score with him. That's what's going to end up happening.
0: Which, speaking of James Harden, he still had 29 points. Um,
1: James is still James. Jeez. We could talk about that after the break as well because you're going to think I'm retreating on something. Uh Uh-oh. I probably am.
0: Is this a (sighs) – Okay, we'll talk when we get back. Are we going on break right now? <laughs> yeah. We okay. On break so on the other side, we have uh, more NBA to talk about. We have some pro football props I want to talk about before the draft. Let's do it. And then we still have to talk about NHL playoffs. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD Two.
3: Hi, this is Dan Stout professor and acting director of the Greenspun School of Journalism and Media Studies in UNLV's College of Urban Affairs. We prepare students to think critically in the information age. Today's media professional must understand new technology, interactivity, and changing audiences. With an excellent faculty, new studios, and state-of-the-art labs, we're preparing students to work in a dynamic media environment. More information is available at kumv.org with a click on UNLV. If you or someone you care about is on Medicaid Managed Care, we urge you to listen to this important message. Open enrollment ends June 30th. With now four managed care organizations to choose from, Aetna Better Health, Silver Summit Health Plan, Amerigroup Community Care, and Health Plan of Nevada, you can choose the plan that best meets your family's needs. All four managed care organizations offer value-added benefits over and above the regular Medicaid benefits. Open enrollment ends June 30th. With four managed care organizations to choose from and more robust benefits, it's important that you know your options. If you did not receive your letter in the mail or you need additional information, contact the Medicaid district offices by calling in Las Vegas, 702-668-4200 and in Reno, 775-687-1900 or log on to dhcfp.nv.gov. This message sponsored by the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Joel Lieberman, chair of the Criminal Justice Department at UNLV, located in the Greenspan College of Urban Affairs. Are you interested in why people commit crimes? Would you like to study topics like terrorism, serial killers, delinquency, or human sex trafficking? Have you thought about a career working in a police agency, correctional institution, or the court system? If this sounds like you, then come take classes with the nationally recognized faculty in the UNLV Criminal Justice Department. More information is available at KUNV.org with a click on UNLV. Are you ready for a flood emergency? In Nevada, fast-moving heavy rains in the mountains can result in river or flash flooding miles away. When camping, hiking, or driving in the desert, be prepared to evacuate to high ground immediately. When walking or driving on city streets, never enter water covering the roadway. Moving water only six inches deep can knock you off your feet or cause your car to lose control and stall. Be especially cautious at night when it's harder to recognize flood danger. Remain aware of flooding dangers. Talk with your family and loved ones about preparedness for both natural and man-made disasters. Remember, make a plan, assemble a kit, stay informed be ready for more information contact your local emergency manager
1: sponsored by the nevada homeland security commission department of public safety division of emergency management and aired in cooperation with the nevada broadcasters association and this station
3: this is member supported kunv hd2 las vegas the broadcast service of unlv Support for 91.5, the Rebel HD2, comes from Smash Burger, located on Maryland Parkway in University Square. Smash Burger is open daily from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Smash Burger now accepts Rebel Cash and is the official sponsor of lunchtime on the Rebel HD.
0: Hello, hello! Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on ninety one point five K U N V the Rebel HD two. I'm Alex White here with my co-host Chatterbox. Yes, yes. Um, we can't miss another week because that hour just went by so fast. Super I'm fast. so happy to be back. Oh, can We're we back in our element. Yeah. Can we
1: sh- explain? Well, you're gonna explain, but I just want to pass the buck really quick. I really, really love.